EO Fire 1089. If you want to make more money, it's really a matter of increasing your personal value level to the world. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Ready to rock your own webinar? Text webinar course to 33444. That's webinar course, all one word, no spaces, to 33444. And you'll be rocking our free 10 day webinar course like a champ. Ignite. Managing your cash flow is an important part of growing your business. Simplify your accounting and never lose track of your cash flow again for free. Visit www.escapespreadsheets.com slash fire. Ready for a new set of business cards? Right now at vistaprint.com, you can get 500 for just $9.99 with promo code fire. That's vistaprint.com promo code fire. What's shaking fire nation? John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Mike Dillard. Mike, are you prepared to ignite? I am ready, brother. Let's do this. Yes. Mike is an entrepreneur in Austin, Texas. He built his first million dollar business by the age of 27, which has gone on to produce more than 50 million in revenue. Today, he's developing a hydroponic system that will put clean, pesticide-free, organic food back on the plates of everyday families around the world. Mike, take a minute, fill in any gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse into your personal life. Uh, thanks for having me, John. Glad to be here. Yeah. And hello to everybody out there in podcast land. Uh, you know, John, I'm sitting here in Austin, Texas in my, in my home office. And uh, man, lots of amazing stuff is going on. Uh, this marks my 10th year as an entrepreneur. I'm starting up my third business. So I've averaged about five years each. And uh, they've done quite well. I've had a lot of ups. I've had a lot of downs. And the one that I'm working on right now, I'm very excited about because uh, obviously, Clean, healthy food is something that we could all benefit from, and it's something that I'm really passionate about. So uh, that's what's going on. I love talking to entrepreneurs who have had a successful business in the past and are now kind of free to do exactly what they want and what they're passionate about. And, you know, honestly, some of us do that from the very first go around, but a lot of times having now that financial freedom to do something that you love and are passionate about and really just it's a recipe for pretty cool success. And Mike, that's why I'm kind of curious is that, you know, let's say you're at some kind of networking party in Austin, Texas, and somebody walks up to you and they say, Mike, what exactly do you do? How do you respond in 10 seconds? <laughs> it's interesting because, uh, you know, listening to your show, all of the guys who have similar backgrounds to mine and my, my previous businesses, you know, in the information publishing space, if you will, or the author or expert space, that was always a hard hard answer question to answer and it would usually end up being uh, along the lines of a glorified author <laughs> um but these days it's it's a pretty different tagline and it's uh, at least for me a refreshing change because it's something that people can understand but uh the answer is pretty simple i'm building a fully automated hydroponic system for your house that will allow you to grow over five thousand dollars worth of organic food a year uh, for less than 500 bucks. Wow. You know, people obviously get very curious when, when they hear that. So <laughs> yeah, I'll trade $500 for $5,000 all day long, especially when it comes to good pesticide free organic food. So definitely interested to hear more about that. But 
Before we get into all that awesomeness, Mike, let's talk about revenue. Let's talk about dollars and cents. Because, you know, as entrepreneurs, we're always looking to diversify and have multiple streams of income, make things passive, X, Y, Z. What are the specific ways that you, Mike Dillard, generate revenue today? Yeah, great question. So, as I mentioned a second ago, for the last 10 years, I've built two separate businesses in the information publishing space, uh, primarily uh, focused on areas that I was personally interested in or wanted to grow, uh, grow in and educate myself on. And so the first was back in college, uh, I got my start in the network marketing industry. And as a very introverted individual, that was not a good combination. Uh, for those of uh, of your audience listeners out there, if you're in network marketing, it's really designed for really extroverted people, people, if you will. And that was definitely not me. So I stumbled across direct response marketing and guys like Dan Kennedy and Yannick Silver and Joe Polish and had an opportunity to uh, learn copywriting and and direct response, which opened a lot of doors for me. So that turned into an eight-figure publishing business. Uh, after that, in 2010, I moved into the finance space and uh, did that as well. And the reason I want to share this with everybody is that those were information publishing businesses. But at the end of the day, after looking back over 10 years of reflection, the thing that they both had in common uh, was that they were built around a distribution channel. And a lot of people out there think that their product is their business, when in fact, their business is really never a product. They're two very different things, but people get them mixed up. And I'd like to uh, share an example. A lot of people will understand here when it comes to that concept using Starbucks. So 99.9% of the people in the world out there would probably say that Starbucks is in the coffee business, but they are not. They're in marketing and distribution. And if you doubt that, keep in mind that you could take all of their coffee and put it in a giant warehouse somewhere And then now you take away all of their stores and tell me what happens next. They go out of business. So their business is actually marketing and distribution. The product is coffee. So John, you or I are in the same industry, marketing and distribution. Your podcast is obviously your primary distribution channel, while mine over the years has been uh, my email list. And so as long as you have that channel, your advantages are really unlimited. Your opportunities are endless. And so two months ago, from a a revenue standpoint for me right now, I've been going through a huge transition over the last year, obviously leaving that space behind. I gave my business to my business partner, announced my retirement uh, about two months ago. Um, And I decided before I left, I wanted to put together one course on the thing that mattered most for me, uh, you know, over the last decade. And that was building an audience and building an email list and a distribution channel. And so we started holding a big course on that about two months ago. Um, we sell access to it for about two grand. And we have just under a thousand people currently attending that course. Wow. And um, so that is going to be something that I really focus on teaching people over the next 12 months uh, while the hydroponics business gets ramped up. And then, you know, I make that transition full time. But uh, yeah, it's pretty simple right now. I have that that one program, and you know, obviously, it's doing very well, and that's really funding the development of the the hydro prototypes and all of the the team that we're building over there for that. 
And, uh, and that's it right now. So I have a very simple business and a very simple life at the moment, but I have a feeling that's going to be changing here in the, in the coming year. Yeah, us entrepreneurs, we have a hard time sitting still and just letting things work, <laughs> even if they're working. You know, we kind of want to keep tinkering until we really break it so that we can fix it again and maybe make it better the next time. Exactly, exactly. Really cool stuff, Mike. And what I'm excited about, because of your decade plus of experience, you've had some great times, but man, you have had some doozy of disasters. And I'm not speaking because I know that. I just am speaking because you're an entrepreneur. We all have. So take us to what you would consider your worst entrepreneurial moments and tell us that story. You know, it's, uh, it is very true. And this <laughs> happened in about, uh, this happened in about 2012. And it was actually a result of our greatest success ever, which is interesting. So that was a big lesson learned. But in 2010, I launched, end of 2010, I launched my, my second business, which was in the financial education space. And I essentially had made a lot of money in my first company and I had no idea what to do with it. And I couldn't find the answers. This was in 2008. So I decided to go out and start interviewing um, the top entrepreneurs out there in the world who have successfully taken their money from their business and invested it wisely and produced actual financial freedom and wealth. So started that business up. It was unbelievably successful. We charged uh, $100 a month for access to it or $600 per year. And we had 8,600 people join in the first seven days. We had, uh, I don't know how many tens of thousands join in the first year, but we essentially went from zero revenue to $10 million plus in revenue in the first 12 months. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a huge change, but it was very, very exciting so I pulled in one of my uh, one of my best friends who's uh, very experienced in business as my business partner. He moved here to Austin. We opened up an office here right outside downtown. You know, put five hundred thousand dollars into uh, into the remake to make it look awesome, and we hired twelve people. Uh, you know, instantly, new car, lots of new stuff. We're really on cloud nine, making plans for the future and how we're going to take this from a $10 million a year business to a $100 million a year business. And about a year and a half goes by, uh, around the two-year mark, and we have that one product. And John, this goes back to the example that I was discussing here earlier, but we right. have this one product, which is our membership. And we have our one primary sales mechanism, which was a 90-minute webinar that I had had written and that worked unbelievably well. And so it converted like crazy. We had a lot of amazing super affiliates reach out that started to do media buys for us. And they were able to do that out of their own pocket expense and still make a profit with their affiliate commission of, of the course. And so everything was going awesome. About the two-year mark, conversions start to drop. And we're like, huh, that's interesting. Might just be the summer. You know, might be the time of the year. And then slowly, month after month, conversions start to drop by about 3 to 5% a month. And all of a sudden, you reach a threshold where the affiliates who are driving 90% of your traffic and your sales aren't making a profit anymore, and they literally stop promoting, and all of that traffic goes away. So the biggest mistake that we made was spending the money that we had planned to make in our future today in, in two different ways. One, scaling up the business to where our overhead was well over $300,000 a month, uh, you know, buying the office, and then counting on future sales and future revenue where if it's, hey, this is our first year and we did this well, our second year is definitely going to be twice as good. And um, 
So that was mistake number one. Mistake number two was deferring the taxes on the revenue that mm. we were producing. And so we've got our best year ever. Our CPA, you know, comes over and he's like, well, guys, you've, you know, you've got two options. You can pay your taxes, which is, a, you know, in the millions of dollars on this revenue now, or, you know, you can defer that until next year. And we're like, you know what? Keeping the money we've made now sounds great. Let's defer it because clearly next year is going to be even better. So we don't have to worry about it. And, um, you know, lo and behold, the the business drops, the conversions go away, people stop buying, our expenses are higher than they've ever been. We've got the the most amount of deferred taxes that we've ever had to pay in our lives. And that started scramble mode where we now have to figure out a tweak to the webinar, a new offer, a new product, something new to bring in and replace that revenue. And a year goes by with probably six or seven different uh, attempts at a new video sales letter or a new webinar script. Nothing converts the same. And so the big lesson learned for me there was that every product and every offer has a lifespan. And on average, it's between 24 and 36 months. And the better your product does and the more it sells, the faster that lifespan is going to extinguish uh, because you're just going to run through your market of buyers. Uh, as they see your offer and your banners and your ads over and over and over again, that's going to happen. So we didn't we didn't know that at the time. We didn't realize at the time. So again, between that twenty four and thirty six months mark, things things tanked, and we essentially you know spent ourselves out of business at that point, if you will. And it took a good two years minimum to recover from those mistakes. We had to let the team go. We had to fire you know fire everyone. We had to let the office go. Um, so it was a bittersweet moment where we, we were on top of the world for a couple of years. Then we were back down at square one with some hard, hard one lessons learned, uh, that I'll take into the future. And I will not make that mistake again, but that was not a, that was not a fun period for sure. <laughs> well, Mike, let me break in here because there's so many golden nuggets. I want to make sure that you fire nation are really getting, taking away and hopefully implementing into your current and future plans. Number one, past performance does not guarantee future results at all, at all. I mean, you hear that all the time with mutual funds and stocks, but it's true in life and in business and in entrepreneurship. So we have to realize that we live in a cyclical world. Like, yes, things might be going well right now, but things are always changing. Things are always iterating and you need to pivot with those things. And here's just one thing that I need to just share right now, being a finance guy myself, is that Fire Nation, if you have profits in your business, if you're actually making money and you're not having to spend it all on expenses, et cetera, so if your business is currently profitable, if you have a net profit, pay quarterly taxes from day one. You will not regret it because it's something that you need to do. Check out cpaonfire.com. He is my accountant. He's a great guy. Josh will have a conversation with you to make sure you get this squared away. It's critical. Now, Mike, you shared a lot, that kind of span that you went through. You obviously learned from it. It was a tough lesson to learn, a tough pill to swallow, but you did and you move forward. And I want to move forward into an aha moment, into an epiphany that you've had at some point. And Mike, you're the kind of guy that has epiphanies for breakfast, brother. And that's awesome. Like, I wish that we could all be like that. But what I want you to do is to choose one idea that you've had, one light bulb that's gone on. Take us to the moment that that happens and then walk us through the process of you turning that into success. 
It was on I-35, uh, just outside of Dallas. Yeah. I, I want to say around the year 2003 or 2004, I had been failing at my attempt to build a network marketing business for about six years, uh, probably jumped from you know one company to a dozen different companies during that span, and had never achieved success. <laughs> you know, the only, the only constant, uh, when it came to recruiting or building a team or selling products is that, uh, you know, my parents would join and buy them and that would be about it. <laughs> and, uh, and so it was a, a moment six years in on the road, I'm driving in the middle of Dallas traffic, uh, going to a corporate job that I had to relegate myself to getting in order to pay my bills. So that was a huge defeat in and of itself. And, uh, I, I just had this breaking point very uh, very emotional moment in my life where I realized that I couldn't put the pressure uh, that I'd been putting on myself the previous six years anymore. I just couldn't take it. And, you know, no one's harder on yourself than you are. And uh, I had definitely lived up to that expectation. And so I had this breaking point. And I said, I've just got to let the the idea that I'm going to somehow make money in the next month or two go because it's just it's just not working right now. So... Uh, I decided to do that, and I decided that, you know what, I'm just going to focus on giving value to as many people as I can for free, even if I don't get paid for it. And I'm not going to worry about making money anymore, becoming the number one distributor in, in my company or whatever it may be. I'm just going to share the lessons that I've learned. And at that point, you're like, well, hell, what what in the world do I have to teach if I haven't had success? Well, I, I know what didn't work. <laughs> and uh, so at least, I had, uh, at least I had that to offer. And so I made that emotional transition where I literally I literally took that weight off my chest that day and put the focus on on serving and helping other people and that was a huge magical moment for me because when you stop chasing after whatever it is that you're chasing after it stops running away from you and it really kind of creates this opportunity for that stuff to show up in your life without you, you know, running uh, running it away from you basically scaring it off. So uh, everything changed then. That was, that was one of the big ahas. The next big aha around that same period and the same realization was that opportunity or, excuse me, success is not going to be found uh, anywhere outside of myself. For the previous six years, I'd been looking for success in uh, an opportunity and a marketing system and a product and a service and a mentor. Uh, none of those things had worked. And so I finally realized that, you know, success is going to come from within me and I have to figure out how to make that happen. And so the, the big realization there was that if you want to make more money, it's really a matter of increasing your personal value level to the world. You know, the more value you have to give the world, the more compensation you're going to receive. And so how do you increase your personal value level? You go out and you acquire a skill, plain and simple. That was it. And I neglected to do that for the previous six years. So I decided to go out and master marketing, and I started with uh, copywriting and direct response. I was head down every night, handwriting out uh, sales letters from previous copywriters that had, had done really, really well, buying every book and course I could on the topic. And it took me about 18 months, but that was the period where everything changed. And I, I went from uh, leaving my corporate job to getting a job waiting tables at a P.F. Chang's uh, so I could work at night and then work on my business during the day. Uh, and then when, from, from that period, within 18 months, I went from basically broke to building my first uh, seven-figure business. So, 
that's an aha moment, Fire Nation, and that's executing on an aha moment, which is even more important. And Mike, you and I went through a pretty similar realization because I tried law school, corporate finance, commercial real estate. Nothing was working for me because I was chasing success. But for me, it was Albert Einstein's quote, which I know you resonate with, try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. And when I had that mindset shift, Fire Nation, and be just focused on becoming that person of value, everything changed. And like Mike shared, you know, when you stop chasing that thing, it starts coming to you. And I love that you said, Mike, acquire a skill. I mean, Fire Nation, we all have within us the ability to acquire a skill and and be dominant in that skill if you're willing to niche down enough. And past repeat guest, Ray Higdon, I love his three letters, I-L-T, invest in yourself, learn that content, and then turn around and teach. 99% of people stop at L. Teach, because once you've learned that, you are an expert to the 99% that hasn't taken the time to invest and learn that skill. So what I want to talk about now, Mike, is the one thing that has you most fired up today. Oh, man, it's it's this opportunity to really change the world. Uh, you know, for me, when I think about what I want to invest my time, my effort, and my, my energy into. It's, it's a business that can really make a massive impact on a lot of people. And over the past 10 years, those have all centered around uh, my knowledge and myself and my ability to teach people, my, my personal brand, if you will, which is fine, but you lose out on an opportunity to make a massive impact with you know services that are mainstream or products that are mainstream, like we've seen Steve do with Apple and you know, Mark with Facebook and all of those guys. So, you know, I really was looking for an opportunity to do something like that uh, with a product that had nothing to do with my face or my name or my personality or my knowledge. And when I looked out, you know, at the world, one of the things that I saw was the massive gap and the ability of, I guess, the wealthy and the poor to eat healthy. And, you know, our only option out there these days, if you want clean organic food, is basically whole foods. And unfortunately, 90% of people out there, at least in, here in the United States, can be, can't even afford to go, uh, to go buy their produce there on a weekly basis, which for me is ludicrous. I mean, we're talking about buying food that grows for free in dirt, you know, with water. You know, so where's the disconnect here? So... Uh, you look out there, you see the the problems that kids are having these days with uh, personality disorders, uh, obesity, uh, health issues, cancer, all kinds of stuff. And that all comes down at the end of the day to the food you put in your body and, and the water that you drink or the liquids that you that you consume as well. And so that really is the foundation for life and vitality. And I, I saw a huge break in the system. And so I started to look into a solution for that. How can we decentralize the ag industry? You look at companies like Airbnb who've decentralized hotels, Uber who've done, th- done that in the car industry, uh, uh, 99designs with uh, outsourcing and, and graphic design and artists. So the business model has been proven. It's been disruptive in a lot of industries. And I was shocked that it hadn't been done in agriculture yet. So the idea for me was pretty obvious. It's let's put a little organic farm in everybody's kitchen and let's make it work well enough to where anyone can use it. You don't have to know how to grow anything. If you're one of those people who kills any kind of plant that you bring into your house, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to address that for you as well. We're going to automate the entire thing with the latest technology. We're going to sync it to your phone with Wi-Fi and an app. And all you have to do is, you know, add water when it, when it tells you with a little notification and 
you know, change out a cartridge. If you can do that on a printer, you can do that with the system every quarter. And at the end of the day, it'll grow over 160 different varieties of fruits, vegetables, and herbs automatically. And uh, you can feed your family again with food that, again, doesn't have chemicals, that's nutrient-dense. It reduces water usage for over traditional agriculture by 95%. It reduces all of the transportation and pollution costs uh, that you know are acquired sending your avocados from California to New York. And it really, I think, is going to do a lot of good for a lot of people. So that's, that's absolutely what has me fired up. So, Mike, where can we find more about this project you're working on? Uh, so far, it has been absolutely completely top secret um, because it is, uh, <laughs> it is such a big thing. And I've, I've literally put my life savings into this project. It has cost well over a million dollars over the last year to develop. But we're getting very close. And so I would love to uh, you know, give you guys the details in the coming months when it's ready. And I will put up a link at MikeDillard.com forward slash fire. Uh, for you guys out there. And if you're interested in this, and if you want me to keep you up to date as uh, things get closer, then I would love to do that. I was going to say, if an email marketing guy of old is not going to at least give us a place to enter our email address and for updates, I'm going to have to have a, like, a real conversation <laughs> with you, Mike, here. But good for you, MikeDillard.com slash fire. And one thing I want to make sure you get, Fire Nation, is that quote by Gandhi, be the change you wish to see in the world. You know, Mike could have just complained for the next decade about the problems that he sees in ag. But guess what? He's not going to complain. He's going to actually do something about it. He's going to see it as an opportunity, not just a problem. And Fire Nation, we are about to enter the lightning rounds. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. As entrepreneurs and small business owners, we know how important it is to attend conferences and in-person meetups to help us build relationships and grow our business. It's important that you're able to make a lasting impression at these types of events because otherwise you could be missing out on big opportunities. You never know who you're going to meet, when, and where. So why not ensure that you definitely won't be dropping the ball when it comes to your business cards? At vistaprint.com, they make it super easy to customize your own business cards and other marketing materials. Not only do they have thousands of industry specific templates, but the website allows you to customize the text colors backside and upgrade to a thicker stock. You can also choose to upload your logo to one of Vistaprint's designs or upload a design of your own. Right now, you can get 500 custom business cards for just $9.99 when you visit vistaprint.com and use promo code FIRE. That's vistaprint.com, promo code FIRE. Keeping a close eye on income and cash flow is an important part of managing a successful business. If you can't pay debts and avoid interest, it can spell disaster in a hurry. While a consistent, reliable cash flow, even a slightly negative one, will keep you in business. Between speeding up your accounts receivable, slowing down your payables, and closely tracking your monthly income and expenses, you can create a consistent, reliable cash flow for growing your business. While these steps are simple to understand, they can become pretty complex when put into practice. Invoice, tracking expenses, and managing a wide variety of customer payment terms can create a dizzying amount of files and paperwork, enough to occupy way too much of your precious time. The solution? Sage One. Simple accounting and invoicing software for business owners. Sage One helps you easily manage your cash flow, giving you more time and energy to focus on what you love. Visit www.escapespreadsheets.com slash fire to learn more. Mike, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Let's do it, my friend. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? My hesitance to become the person I needed to be to get the result uh, that I wanted. What is the best advice you've ever received? 
always be authentic, always be honest, always be transparent, no matter what happens for better or worse. Uh, that is the only way that you can turn your challenges and defeats into a victory. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Exercise daily. Absolutely have to get physical, change your hormonal state, change your emotional state, and that all starts with exercise. Do you have a personal resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Cannot live without jingproject.com, which is a very easy to use screen capture tool that I use to communicate with all of my outsourcers and team. Love Jing. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, Mike, what would it be and why? One of the tried and true classics out there, I'm sure you guys are familiar with, but Influence by Robert Cialdini. Uh, Why? Because it contains the foundational principles that we all need as business owners and essentially salesmen of our products and services on how to influence and persuade your target market. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with audiobooks. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Mike, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? $500 isn't going to get you far. So for me, I would focus on creating some revenue as soon as possible, ten dollars to $20,000, which you can then use as a, as a stepping stone. So given the fact that you've mastered a skill at this point or the, the skill that I have mastery of would be copywriting, I would find some entrepreneurs who have a successful business, but they need help uh, with their marketing, maybe launching a new product. I would offer to write them a video sales letter script uh, for ten dollars to $20,000. Um, I would knock that out and I would then take that money to then move forward with uh, my own product, whether it's interviewing somebody else, writing a course on copywriting, uh, and then use that money to put together an actual ad budget on Facebook because that would be a big enough bullet fund, if you will, to do all of the testing and scaling that you need. Mike, let's end today how we started it on fire with you sharing a parting piece of guidance, the best way we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Biggest piece of advice for all of you guys out there is uh, in order to execute on your business, which is how you bring it to life, how you get the results you want is through the mastery of a particular skill. If you have not become a master of a skill yet and you're struggling, that is the reason why. So that is what I would focus on changing over the next 12 to 18 months. And I would forget about everything else and all of the other noise and distractions out there. And I would become a master of something. Uh, the best place to find me is at MikeDillard.com and uh, forward slash fire as well for uh, some updates on coming projects for you guys. Well, Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with Mike D and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Mike in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with his book, recommended resource, of course, the link to mikediller.com and mikediller.com slash fire. So I just want to say, Mike, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. 
A big thanks to Amazing.com for sponsoring today's episode. Amazing.com offers proven online courses that can help just about anyone start their own business. Their courses cover everything from selling products on Amazon to launching the next hot mobile app. They've already helped more than 20,000 people get started. Learn how at Amazing.com or call 888-373-9363. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Are you subscribed to our Fire Nation newsletter? Why the heck not? Text EO Fire to 33444. That's EO Fire, all one word, no spaces to 33444, and you'll receive value bombs galore. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite.